Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Oz is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. How the heck you doing, mister? Doing good. You're off well. Summer's off and running and oh, it is. finally got some, which I'm happy about. I that mean the weather. Like a very personal comment. Talking about the weather. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> well, I will tell you, um, we got some visitors is what we got. Just the drive into the studio today. Mm, mm-hmm. This is that time of year that other places that our people go to during the winters mm-hmm. come here because it's true. too hot where they are. Right. I saw Florida, Colorado, Arizona, California. Oh, uh, I think I saw Nevada. I saw a bunch yes. of Oregon. Like so many out of town right. people are in town right now. Plus the RVs well, and the and the old. Um, Airstreams and just can you blame so them? Much. It's no. beautiful here in the summer, yeah. and it's daylight until ten o'clock or oh, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, it's gorgeous! Yeah. They brought their mosquitoes with them. Though. Took the boat out last like weekend. Got a couple couple salmon in the in the boat by about nine thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Got some crab. Oh, trust me, you I know. knew all about it because Ellie was posting all over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she gets very excited about that. She does. Yeah. And then you eat delicious things well, and post those too. There and is I'm that. Super, yeah. super jelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're coming over in August, though. We've got a, a big get-together, I think, August oh, 6th. I think I will have you put it on well, your I'm glad Well, I'm glad you put that out there for all of our listeners to know. You better uh-huh. hope they don't find yeah, where your place is my address. Come over. Gonna, <laughs> lots of pond sit for everybody. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. But oh, well, I'm just gosh. so happy to live here in the Northwest this time of year, especially. So I know I've been getting on my boat. Yeah. Yes. After you. last year's mechanical issues and having to replace an engine and only getting on a few times, I've been on it at least as many times as last year completely. Ah, yeah. And now I'm excited because now I've got more things getting booked. I have a friend coming in from Maryland. We're going to go out on the boat. I'm nice. doing a doggy date on the boat. One of my really good friends who works in title and escrow, Susie Cordova. Yeah. She also pet sits for people. Okay. And she has sat for my, my pets before, but she's sitting for someone else's golden retriever. And we're going to go hang out on the boat with our with your dogs. two dogs. Just let them it, paddle around. And... It's going to be so much oh, fun. Oh, nice. Oh, it's that sounds fun. totally fun. Yeah, well, the dogs are going to love it. Well, yeah. Aww. Rusty, I mean, I get him on the boat, and the second we're, you know, out dropping anchor somewhere, he's, roo, 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 roo. it's like nonstop, just like, let me out, let me out, he's let so me out, excited. let me out. I want to swim, I want to swim. He's like, he loves it so his, his ears perk up when I say we're going to the boat. So, oh, that's yeah, so good. It's totally fun. I had a delay coming back uh, over 4th of July weekend, I was bringing mm-hmm. the boat down from Camino Island down mm-hmm. to Des Moines and yeah. had about a one hour orca delay. Oh, I saw that video too. <laughs> I mean, there's been a lot of orca sightings they're, this they're year. They're busy out there. Lots and lots yeah, of them. Yeah, we, we have our, our resident pods and then there, mm-hmm. I think there's some transient pods out there yep. also, which, uh, you know, feast on a different different diet. Uh, so they're, yes. they've been very busy. They're pretty active in hood canal I think we both well. feast on a different diet, too. That might explain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to talk about it. I just know that your wife keeps you well fed. Uh, it's a problem. Yeah, I know. it's a problem. I, I've been working yeah. on getting a few pounds off. It's starting uh, me, to work me on too. me. too. Yep, I'm exactly. I'm rereading compound effect and things like that. Yes. Rating in a little bit. So I'm, just dropping I'm, a few hundred calories a day is going to make a that's big difference. What, that's where I'm at, too, and in the intermittent fasting and all that mm-hmm. good stuff. So 
We'll check back in in about six months. Let's see how things go with all of that. Yes. Well, speaking of intermittent fasting, mm. um, that's almost like part of the theme of today's show. It sort of Because <laughs> there was yes. almost an intermittent fasting of buyers in the market. <laughs> And it's that's what this show is going to be all about. It's like, right. what's really going on? Like you and yeah. I were absolutely like, we need to not have a guest so we can talk about what's been going on yeah. because we know people are freaking out. Right. Let's take a deeper dive into yeah. what what's happening. And tell everyone to please take a collective really big breath. Yeah. Just yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. It's relax. It's a cycle. It is. It's a it's a bigger one. No question about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've we but we've been through these before and mm-hmm. some of us more than others but yes. it's something that we will we will get through but the yeah. headlines the, the the key headlines that you read uh, you know are designed to sell ads. Yes, they and, want to make you have a right. fearful reaction so that you pay attention. Yeah, so you really do need to to keep that in mind, but also mm-hmm. look at try and look at as much information as you can with open eyes. Yes. And that's what, kind of what I like to do and I yeah. you know, I I do that our weekly update on uh, I do mm-hmm. a, a YouTube and a Facebook right. update on the markets and mm-hmm. what's going on with interest I rates and everything them. out. And, um, you know, I'd recommend subscribe to that, Eric, as mm-hmm. my banker. You can track me down pretty easily. Yeah. But I'll give you a, a condensed version of what's going on in, mm-hmm. in simple English. Uh, yes. So you can sort of read behind the headlines of what's going on. And a, a good example of that happened last week. And yeah. all the headlines last week were all about jobs, the jobs mm-hmm. report. And it came in smoking hot. Uh, up 374,000 jobs for the month of June. Mm-hmm. Well, when you see that headline, increased jobs activity means the economy mm-hmm. is, is growing, and, and that will tend to cause interest rates to increase. Uh, increased ac- economic activity will do that. But if you look a little bit deeper, it wasn't quite so clear. So the jobs numbers, there are actually two employment surveys that are conducted every month. There's the establishment survey where corporations are giving their jobs information, mm-hmm. you know, back reporting that back. And that's that 372,000 person number. Yeah. But then there's also a household survey. And the household survey is done by telephone survey. And it includes jobs data for self-employed, unpaid mm-hmm. family workers, agricultural workers, mm-hmm. private household workers. Okay. So it's a much more broad it's view more of, of the economy. Yeah. Um, although it's a smaller sample size. Right, okay. Now, the household survey showed a decline of 315,000 jobs. So, And explain that. And that never gets reported. Okay. So it's meaning that fewer people, you know, if you look at all the different categories of jobs, you know, that was down 315. The, the employer one was up 372. So what's the real number? And, and the headlines only talk about the 372. Right. So what happens is when we're looking at, and I'm looking at my bond market charts, I'm trying to figure out what, what interest rates are going to do. Uh, what'll happen is there's an initial knee-jerk reaction and, and rates will go up, you know, and then and then as, as economists and the traders start to digest this information, they're like, oh, it's not as bad as we thought. Mm-hmm. And then the rates will come back down. And that's exactly what happened last week uh, okay. with jobs. This week, we had, we had two things come out. Actually, late last week also, we got... CPI, okay. Consumer Price Index. Now, that one is just mm-hmm. plain awful. 
Uh, okay. So there's, uh, you know, reading behind the lines on that one. I wanted to explain it. Behind the lines or between the lines? <laughs> wherever you want to look. Okay. Behind the curtain, <laughs> behind under the, the curtain, under the, wherever. Okay. Uh, you know, it came in at 9.1% for the mm. year. This is the highest reading we've okay. had since uh, yeah. since 1981, which is when the first IBM computer was released to the general population. I, I, I love how you tie these things into <laughs> Unrelated I could, topics. I could do it musically as well, but yeah. <laughs> let's, we'll stick with that. We'll stick with okay. that one. So, so when we look at nine point one percent, the thing that's why three years later we got to see nineteen eighty four from Apple. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Exactly. There you go. So, okay. so consumer <laughs> price index is a twelve month rolling index. It's mm-hmm. a rolling average. So every month we take away an index from a year ago and add the current month's index. Mm-hmm. And here's the problem. In a year ago, in June, the, the CPI numbers were fairly low, 0. Okay. 0.9 for the month. We're replacing a 0. 0.9 with a 1.3. It's going to really kick your average up. But the next three months were also very, very low a year ago. Okay. July was 0. 0.5. August was 0. 0.3. September was 0. 0.4. So when we're replacing a low number, a, a mm-hmm. 0. 0.5, with a smoking hot number like 1.3, 1. 1.4, 1. Mm-hmm. it's going to kick that that CPI number up okay. significantly. I wouldn't be surprised if we see CPI at 10% by the end of the year. Okay. And that's that's a scary number because the Fed looks at that and they're like, oh my God, we got to right. We got hike tamper. rates even more. Yeah, than, we got to tamper that down. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's it's already. I mean, the genie's out of the bottle with right. inflation. Uh, mm-hmm. But just looking at a breakout, uh, um, the the consumer price index. Uh, oh my gosh! I mean, energy up year over year forty two percent. Yeah, gasoline up sixty percent. Food ten point four. Used cars seven point one. Rents five point eight. I think it's higher than that. I think it's worse than that. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you know, that that's what it's saying because most everything else I see is well, at least locally, I know it's at least twelve. Yeah, it, it, I think so. Uh, and so those statistics are gonna they're gonna catch up with us. Mm-hmm. Um, this week we got producer price index, so mm-hmm. this is the wholesale level, and it's a leading economic just, indicator. Yeah, just yeah, real yeah. quick, um, just to make sure, like when you're giving these numbers, because I just had this conversation with a client recently, um, or, or like right before the, the show today. Um, they were asking me about like a market analysis I sent to them. Uh, first, there was an automated valuation model, and they were like, "This is saying this. Like, how current is this information?" So this is up through when? June. June. Yeah, okay. June 2022. Okay. Yeah. All right. So no, we we lag by pretty... just a couple of weeks. It's... Yeah, that's okay. That's not bad. And they actually right. came out a day or so later this month, just Got because it. of the Fourth of July holiday. Gotcha. Okay. So producer price index is up 11.3 percent. So this is a leading economic indicator, meaning that this is the price that manufacturers are paying for raw materials and components. Right. And, and it's also an indicator of what we could expect to see with, with prices for goods mm-hmm. in the very, very near right. future. So, so that they one, certainly don't absorb those extra costs. They no. have to pass them on. <laughs> they don't. They don't. And, um, and so looking, looking forward uh, – the Fed is most likely well. Fed's meeting uh, we in the third week of July, so coming up here pretty quick, mm-hmm. and it's most likely they will hike rates three quarters of a percent, possibly one percent, you know, when they meet again. And again, what the rate the Fed hikes 
is not mortgage rates. Fed cannot control mortgage rates. They're right. they're adjusting a very very short term rate, uh, but that tends to trickle out. And and for mortgages, a Fed hike can sometimes be good because it's it's seen as is finally battling inflation, mm-hmm. and and the fact they're doing that will cause um, long term mortgage rates to settle down hopefully a little bit. Okay. I've uh, got a little more to talk about on that. When we come back, we, we have lots lot of numbers to talk about. about. <laughs> so stay tuned. Uh, we've got more Open House with Team Reba here. Uh, we'll give an update on mortgage rates as well here. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The Answer. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes here from Homebridge Financial. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we're here every Saturday at 2 o'clock. And Sundays at 3. And always, always, always on podcast. And you know where we also are? Where? On KKOL. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> right. 1300. <laughs> we're going back to our old homeschool. That's where we started uh, yeah. when they had this tiny little tower that I think fell down at some point. And now they've got, got a big, down. huge, fancy one yes. uh, kicking out, I think, 50 kilowatts or million watts or whatever it is. Or whatever or it however is. they... Count right. it. I don't know. 50 I always something or other. 50 something. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Well, here's the thing, listeners. If you've been listening to it, supposedly we now can be heard all the way from the Canadian border down to Vancouver, Washington. That's right. From Vancouver to Vancouver, eh? Yeah. That's right. So that's pretty good. That's well, I, beauty. I, don't, I don't know if it's really Vancouver to Vancouver, but <laughs> well, at least the border. <laughs> close to it. <laughs> Although I don't know that they can stop radio waves across the border. So I don't know. Maybe there's some with a little bit of an accident over there for us. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but no, I'm I'm excited about the fact that we will have more coverage because mm-hmm. as many people know, since I have properties up in Anacortes and Oak Harbor, mm-hmm. people that I'm working with up there will now be also able to access our show if they are listening on the radio. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they can always access, they can go back, you know, once they get introduced to us, they'll get a chance to also go back through the nearly seven years worth of content. That's right. Tons and tons of good information. Yeah. So, and again, we're simulcasting now. So we're on mm-hmm. AM 1590 and AM 1300 yes. KKOL. Yes, we are. Big shout out to everybody in Mason County, Jefferson County. Yes. Kitsap so County. so excited. Jefferson, all Thurston, of those. Yeah. Whatcom. Yeah. Welcome. Yes. Welcome, welcome. That's right. Island. Yep. Skagit. Share your yeah. stories. Just don't share your apples. <laughs> oh, jeez. You in the worry about that. maggot quarantine area thing. I know, I know, I know. So anyway, but, moving on. Okay, so before the break, uh, mm-hmm. we're just talking about yes. what's going on with mm-hmm. inflation. It's, it's, it's hot. Fed's going to increase rates again the end of July. Uh, that will hopefully be considered helpful for mortgage rates. Mm-hmm. If the Fed increases a percent, mortgage rates will not, I repeat, will not go up a percent. Uh, they could they could conceivably come down a little bit, right? Uh, so that just bear that in mind. This is sort of co- counterintuitive, but it's it's the reality of what happens. Uh, fuel prices, oil prices. I know the price at the pump has come down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know that's helpful for inflation. Uh, we still I wish are... it had at the pump for my boat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. Ouch. Yeah, yeah. The big Ooh. yeah. Uh huh. Hey, I'll just say I'm grateful. 
that I can have the ability. This is a to do right. It. What I like to say. This I don't is have a, a lot of other vices, so <laughs> no. I'm thankful that that as a hobby is a thing I can do. This is what we refer to as a first world problem. Absolutely, yeah, we're very blessed to, to be in that, in that situation for sure. Yes, um, I, I do want to warn people though. Next year, mm-hmm. your fuel prices are going up forty six cents a gallon, and and they're going up fifty six cents a gallon for diesel. So forty six for gas, fifty six for. Is that in a report? For, uh, no, that is just what's going to happen, and that is the Washington State new tax on CO two emissions. Oh, yes, because uh, we're going all electric with uh, soon. With rolling brownouts in California and limitations mm-hmm. on when you can charge your car, right? Uh, so we're okay. I, I'm we, just we may disagree on this, but well, I'm not. No, we're no, not ready. We're no, not ready. No, yeah. I'm not. I wasn't. Oh, okay. Just because I had my eyebrows go up and I had something to say doesn't mean I was about to fight with you. No, for me, it's a reminder of everyone on the east side better be supporting Puget Sound Energy's upgrade projects mm-hmm. because that up, you know, that east side upgrade is absolutely necessary. Yeah, they're running out of power over there. Yeah, I mean, and they've yeah. been doing those. Well, we had a day without power at my home office. Uh, because they were doing work in my area to yeah. support that project. Right. Right. And not all areas here have been supportive. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been since roughly about the I, – I, in fact, when I stood up in front of Renton City Council when they were looking for their permit for their section, uh, I made a point of saying – you know, the last time they did this upgrade was in the mid-60s, which is about the same time I was born. And we all need a little refresh mm-hmm. when we right. get this old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those electrons have been crackling through there for a long time. but Well, and people need to remember, like, I, I just had this conversation the other day because, you know, as we've had this hot weather this last week, mm-hmm. I was doing reminders. Like, when it's 85 degrees outside, the pavement can be 120 to 135 degrees. Please don't let your dogs pause burn right don't take them out and walks when it's like the blazing part of the day it's awful for them but the thing that we i also mentioned is that we've gone up in the percentage of homes here that now have ac oh yeah big those those um ductless units are not just going in new construction they're going all over in mm-hmm. retrofits right. in housing, and we, we haven't even hit 25% of homes, mm-hmm. but those things need power. Right. In the summer, when we are going to be running those things like crazy, mm-hmm. our, our winters are generally mild, so we don't have to pump that furnace all the time. Mm-hmm. But man, when we get hot weather, people will keep it cold. Right. And they, we just need to be cognizant of the fact we've got growth here. We have new things. We have electric vehicles. We need these upgrades for the in, to infrastructure. And we also have moratoriums on installing gas in yes. new construction projects so or remodel projects. So we're forced to go that yeah, direction. we have no choice. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are things that are absolutely necessary. So right. I wasn't about to fight you. I was okay. about to support the Well, that's good. Well, just everyone brace for that one. So yeah. again, 46 cents a gallon to gas, 56 cents to diesel. By mm-hmm. 2030, it's projected to be adding 80 cents to gas per gallon and 97 cents per gallon to diesel. So well, maybe that'll help us get some of the bozos off the boats. The <laughs> maybe maybe some of the people who bought boats during the pandemic that had never owned one before. No, I saw someone was videotaping this. They posted it on a Puget Sound boating site the other day. Mm-hmm. They were on Andrews Bay, and there were like three boats of young people all rafted together. Not a single person with an anchor in the water. Right. 
and how about not a single one <laughs> or, or the or the <laughs> idiot like, that went oh, blasting no. through a pot of orcas with yeah. seven eight boats honking their horns waving and yeah. just completely oblivious they probably thought everyone was like woo and yeah. instead everyone's like hey, you jerk yeah, what are you doing exactly yeah it's like, that is illegal laws. that's actually yeah. there's, there's a, a law against, that, against that yeah well let's give a rundown on interest rates yes so here, let's here do. we are is that going to make us frustrated too uh, maybe no okay. it's 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 okay but it, it'll it'll again i think uh, it'll probably get better as the economy slows which is definitely where we will be headed okay. you know, with, with the current situation. So national average 30-year fixed rate, 5.77%. Just for reference, a okay. year ago, that rate was 2.86%. 15-year mm, fixed rates, 5%. A year ago, 227 30-year fixed rate, FHA and VA, 5.25. A year oh, ago, wow. those are 25 and 30-year jumbo, 4.88%. Still looking pretty good for the I jumbo I see why realm. those have been getting recommended mm-hmm. quite a bit. Right. A year ago, 3.03. And five-year arms, 5.40%. A year ago, 2.39. So the thing about arms, we are officially in an inverted yield curve, mm-hmm. meaning that shorter-term treasury securities are actually paying a higher interest rate then longer-term treasury securities, also a extremely strong indication that a recession is just around the corner. Right. And uh, with that inverted yield curve, uh, adjustable rate loans will become almost non-existent because they're more expensive than longer-term uh, interest rates. So when you're shopping for mortgages, now there are a few exceptions out there, but but those will start to fade away here as this inverted yield curve kind of continues to manifest you know, through the markets. <sighs> I know. So. But here's, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Well, no, uh, no, no, I want to hear what you have to say before I jump into my, my Well, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking that any. Uh, I'm going to take these bracelets off because they're making bangly. <laughs> my well, bangles are bangling. <laughs> and, and, and the next step, I mean, one of the things we're being talking about here is, is our housing market because mm-hmm. then the next question is, well, is the market going to crash? The housing market going to crash? Right. And, and some people are in that wait and see mode. Yes. Some people are like, I think it will. Others are like, I don't think it will. Mm-hmm. Um, we know what camp we're in because we're, we're watching mm-hmm. this thing with open eyes. I've lived through these cycles yeah. before. Oh, yeah. But if if you're if you're moving forward with a loan at this point if you're purchasing a home we have people so refinancing because they they racked up a bunch of of debt consumer yeah. debt during covid right. and it still makes sense even at higher rates yeah cuz it's to less combine than a, that. yeah especially yeah. when you look at what interest rates on credit cards are we just saved a client 1000 yeah. bucks a month oh, wow. off of their payments wow so if nice. if we can do things like that then yeah. it, it still makes sense to, to look at that and run the numbers. But Yo, yeah, whatever absolutely. you do now, mm-hmm. the odds are pretty high that a year from now, or maybe even less than that, it might make sense to refinance again. You know, but, if, yeah, if, if they if go back down. Yeah, if the economy yeah. slows, rates will follow. So that and, goes 100% go. into the conversations we're having with everyone right now. Like we, mm-hmm. we made the joke in the first segment talking about like the, you know, everyone disappearing act, you know, kind of thing, right? Yep. And that that did happen ish and that's the whole thing is i, I want to remind people we, we didn't have every buyer go away no, no 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 in fact if anything it was less about the buyers going away then we just had a big bunch of inventory came on mm-hmm. right and so when i you know you know that i'm always paying attention um to those stats right that are yeah. uh, like coming on the, the seven day window of the 26 
counties out of 39 that we have here in the state that are part of the Northwest Multiple uh, Listing Service. And, you know, I just I did a Instagram on this the other day talking about it. So, like, let, let me give you what the numbers are right now as we're sitting here in the studio. Yeah. Okay. New listings is 2,941. Okay. Do you know how many we had the week between Christmas and New Year's, which was the lowest? Mm. 243. Yeah, it was like a frightening number. Yeah, that was a really, really low number, which is one of the reasons why when we went into January, it went on fire because the rates were still low, Mm -hmm. super low. But there was just no inventory to be had. And we were we were practically begging people on this show, sell your house now. Sell right. your house now. Oh, my God. Sell your house right. now. Right. right? Nobody we wanted said, to sell during COVID. I mean, it, We it just, sold plenty of houses well, during COVID. Not as many. I mean, there just weren't as many listings coming on. For st- there weren't as many listings coming on, but there were loads of buyers. Yeah, and that was exactly. the entire problem. That's why mm-hmm. we had 5, 10, 15, 20, 30% over asking price right. throughout all that period of time because, duh, love supply and demand. And 5, 10, 20, 30 offers on every home. It, or more. Right. Remember, I actually talked on this show a few months ago about how a couple, 53 offers, where we, you know, they went on at 685, we offered eight and a quarter, got our pants beat off us with like 19 offers that went over 900,000. Right. They are the ones we talked about recently. That got for asking price seven fifty. We got fourteen thousand dollars in credits towards our closing costs and sixty eight thousand. Open above. house with Team Reba on AM fifteen ninety on a theater. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side, and, and I'm it, fired up. I know you are. And Eric Oz is here <laughs> from Homebridge Financial. Uh, before we jump in, yeah. uh, if people need to reach out to you, how can they reach you? Well, it depends on how they want to reach me. But if you want to send us a request for an appointment or something like that, or want to tell us about uh, your story problem so we can start working mm. with you, Info at teamreba.com is a great way to do that. Or you can also please text before you call. Uh, but we do have the number 206-457-2984, where you can text and call. Perfect. Yeah. Good. And by the way, I got a, I had someone text me last week who thought that was your number <laughs> and asked me how to reach myself. Well, there you go. No, I reach <laughs> you. I thought was well, rather good. interesting. Well, <laughs> if you do want to reach me, my number, it's 206-915-ERIC, uh, 206-915-3742. You can always email me, eric mm-hmm. at ericismybanker.com. Yes. So um, I was talking about how I was all fired up, right? Right before we went into the break. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, – we're going to go back over the market watch numbers, right? Because that whole scenario of our client who got their pants beat off of them and then who just got this great deal. Yep. I mean, that's roughly $90,000 of value right there, mm. right? They got it at seven fifty, dollars asking, 14000 in credits that they used to buy down their interest rate. So that's the other thing we're going to talk about mm-hmm. yet again. Yep. Those rates that Eric just went over, there's an – opportunity available to anyone who's still willing to get into the market of we have more negotiating power nowadays, Mm -hmm. right? 
clients of ours who have attended our Washington State Housing Finance Commission class who need financial assistance, perhaps. This is a great time, if you can qualify, to get into a place without all the fights, without all the competitive offers, and possibly even get opportunity to lower your cost of getting in by perhaps getting credits from sellers Mm -hmm. that you can apply towards your closing costs and buying down your interest rate. And then the benefit of if rates go down in the future, refinancing Mm -hmm. when it's available to you. Right. It's... It's a we're we're getting back to kind of creative mm-hmm. ideas and ways to make these yeah. these types of transactions work. You and I um, traded some information also on mm-hmm. what's called a two one or a temporary buy down. Yes, and and that's a program where we let's say the the prevailing rate is five point seven five. We set this up. The seller pays for it. Uh, in year one of your mortgage, instead of being at 5.75, you're at 3.75. Mm-hmm. In year two, you would go to 4.75. And in years three through 30, you'd be at the prevailing rate, 5.75. But the, what a great opportunity those first two years. And if rates go down in the meantime. Yes, this is the cool part. You you refinance if rates yeah. go down in the meantime. And the money used to buy down that rate is essentially banked. Mm-hmm. And um, and so if you refinance within that first two years, there's going to be a credit towards your, the payoff of your loan. Awesome. So you don't lose that money that the seller yeah. paid to, to to finance this thing. Awesome. Yeah. So that's a, that's an amazing program. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing well, program. It can it can be a game changer. The, mm-hmm. the 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 caveat there is we need to make sure. And when we qualify somebody, we're mm-hmm. we're not qualifying you at three point seven five. No, it has to be five point seven five. Yes, we're it's not qualifying like the old at the crappy WAMU loan. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's 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 conservative the way we qualify. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that if things don't work out, sometimes we like conservative <laughs> that you can still afford the monthly payment. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I might be a little bit liberal, but I also like conservative. I'm very fiscally conservative. That's good. Very yes. fiscally conservative. Yeah, that's right. That's but, right. Um, okay. So let me go back, though, to my market watch. Yes. That's what I was starting to dive into before we had this the break. So, okay. In the market watch, the new listings over the last seven days, 2,941. Back on market, meaning something failed or they went off market to fix something or whatever, 356. Okay. Listing price reduced. Oh, if you had hair, more would fall out. 2,371. 2,371. That used to be the number of new listings that we would have coming on market every week for roughly the last five years. Does it give you statistics on how much the price is reduced or as a percentage? No. No. Okay. Uh, Well, you know, it might. I would need to go dive into the the. InfoSparks reports okay. to do that, but not in the just this. Okay, little. and I know you want to get through these statistics, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I got questions on that one, so maybe we can sure. come back to that. Yeah, and again, that's over 26 counties, mm-hmm. right? But sure. that no, I'm telling you, Eric, I, I just did this um, video about this the other day, and I was giving a rundown of like June numbers, May numbers to February, even mm-hmm. on the show in February. I think it was February 7th or so. You know, we had 1,070 new listings. Yeah. Like yeah. it was really tiny compared to, mm-hmm. you know, here we're talking a very significant number. Here's the pending number, everyone. 2,674. Okay. So the people pending, are buying houses. People are buying houses. They're still buying them at a, roughly the same rate they were before we got the glut of inventory. Yeah. And the glut of inventory is, duh, guess what? Summer came. 
Right. And most people will hold off because they've been told time and time again, whether it's the correct information or not, they will dump their properties on the market during the summertime because they think it's the best time to sell. Okay. When you say glut of inventory, though, how many months – I know they measure inventory yeah. in, in terms of months of inventory. What, what are we We're looking at We're still under there? two months. Under two months of inventory. Under two months of inventory. Okay. And, and if, if our level of inventory is six months or less – Aren't we still pretty much in a seller's market? You're still, yeah. They like to say now between four to six is a neutral market and under four months is a seller's market. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to tell people, in fact, we just did a big campaign earlier this week with my team. We reached out to 20 of our buyers who had kind of gone, ah, you know, like yeah. put the brakes on their purchasing because they were like, oh my God. And we, we proactively sent one, some of our shows out, as mm-hmm. well as a video I did about points buy down mm-hmm. to explain it to them and affordability matrix, because we were saying, look, this is a temporary timeline because there's a lot of people out there who just mentally believe that going on market in June is the best time. So we're going to see, you know, we started to see it creep up in May. It always peaks in June Now we're in July, same thing, because kids are out Mm -hmm. of school, all that kind of stuff. And the thing is, this is also when people here go on vacation. Right. So a lot of people are like, no, we got stuff going on. We got weddings. We got this. We got that. We're going to put this on hold until the fall. So all those people who ran to get on market for the summer have everyone else going, hey, we'll, we'll catch you later, man. We got we got some boating to do and <laughs> stuff, right. you know? That's right. And so now we have the typical thing. But I'm saying also that pending number is very consistent to a lot of the numbers that we've seen over the last several years. Mm-hmm. Right? At our peaks, we were seeing over 3,000 and close to four. But this is not... This is not an uncommon number for us to see. If it were to drop under 2,000, I'd be worried. Mm -hmm. But it's not. Right. No, people are figuring out a way to make it work in spite of the rates, knowing Mm -hmm. that house prices – Well, and here's a statistic. With the exception of 2008-2009, during every Mm -hmm. recession for the last 75 years, Mm -hmm. 70, 75 years, house prices have not fallen. They've nope. stayed the same or even gone up slightly. Yeah, you said on one of our last yeah, shows, yeah, yeah. like out of 70 years, there's only four where housing prices went down. We've had four down years out of the last 70. Yeah, yeah like that. So, I mean, can you say that about your stocks? <laughs> no. No. Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole reason why real estate's a hedge against inflation. I was Duh. just watching a meme from a guy who says, Yeah, I, I had 100 grand. I was going to buy this boat for 100 grand, but instead mm. I put it in the market, I invested it. He goes, mm. Now, he goes, I lost a hundred grand and I don't have a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Although he used some different language. <laughs> I'm sure there were a lot of pleasant words in anyway. there. <laughs> but I'm I'm curious about the price reduced. Yeah. And and the what reasons it? for it. Because some of sellers are still thinking it's it's, you know, four months, five months ago, and we're in the feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are they are they just overlisting? Are they pricing too high? There's a combination of things. So I'm just going to – I'm quickly just kind of yeah. looking through some of the stuff that's on those pages. Um, so here's what I can tell you because they're all over the place. 
Every yeah. single marketplace, right? Yeah. I see Seattle, Bremerton, Walla Walla, Linwood, Renton, Puyallup, Marysville, Covington, Gig Harbor, Graham, Linwood. There's lots of different cities, right? Yeah. So um, in many of these cases, some of them were expired listings coming back on, so they're redoing their price point. Okay. There's also a bunch of pending and pending inspections that are back on market, price reduced. So what that probably means is there was a seller who put their house on market, didn't know they had problems with their house. Sure. Found out during those inspections, yep, there's some issues. Yep, okay. And or they had somebody come in hard trying to negotiate and they were like, "Yeah, won't do it. Mm-hmm. And the deal may have fallen apart. Because you and I, the whole time I've been in the industry, 19 years, two things kill deals. Financing? And inspections. Yeah. Right. And that is often, I mean, I think it's going to be super interesting because we had so many new agents come back, you know, come into the market or come back into the market Mm -hmm. that these are folks who don't know how to navigate that part. Yeah. And they will hose it up. In fact, well, here's another example, though. One of my current listings in Auburn right now. We had somebody come in with a lowball offer. There's people thinking that there's blood in the water. There's not. Mm-hmm. I have a very good valued price property down in Auburn that's a little over tw- – just under 2,400 square feet, four-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath with an office, great room, has stone counters. It's only five years old. Excuse me, nine years old. Mm-hmm. I have another one that's five years yeah. old. We're listed at 725. It's a great house. And we had somebody come in. I looked them up. I found their information. And they submitted this offer super low. It wasn't a reasonable offer. And mm-hmm. they wanted to have an inspection, which I understand. But we also pre-inspected. There's like, there's like yeah. nothing on this house. Yeah. And because I know that they're in investors, I was telling my clients, I said, first of all, they're coming in super low. And you know they're going to try and hammer you. Even though there's nothing wrong with your house, like you did all this prep work. They spent $20,000 preparing their home mm-hmm. before they went on market. So it would be in great condition. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, there's there's some people with unrealistic expectations right now on both sides. Yes. And so it's the reasonable, pe- reasonable people who are going to do really, really well right now, I think. Yeah, excellent. Well, we've got more Open House with Team Reba. Got to take this for a real quick break here. We're going to be right back, so stay tuned. Talking about our market here. Do you buy? Do you not buy? Do you sell? with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. Eric Osses here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. And Reba has from Team Reba. So over seven years of doing this show. Almost seven years. And yeah. now on 1300 KKOL, or We're I should say again on 1300 back. KKOL. We're back, baby. Yeah, but baby got back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, well, I'm hoping that some of our old listeners who didn't know about our original change right. rediscover us. Exactly. Because if you're out there, John Cole, we hope you're doing fabulous down in Olympia <laughs> and you and your girlfriend are doing good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went from selling his house in Fremont to him transitioning to Olympia. And I heard all about him getting a new girlfriend Excellent. and all kinds of cool stuff. <laughs> I'm so excited for him. But um, well, let's hope he's still with that girlfriend. 
Yeah. Well, last last I heard he was good. Um, so I want to go back to uh, yeah. We're not we're not going down right now. Um, speaking right. of which, we were discussing why price reductions, mm-hmm. right? So I had started going over some of the numbers um, while we were here live on air, and you know the first page of the reductions was status changes, mm-hmm. right? That's where something happened, pending deal, temporarily off market, something you know they discover something, whatever it is. That's usually. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, either a negotiation that went bad or things that were discovered like, oh, whoops, uh uh-oh, that's a problem. Mm -hmm. And so now they're having to adjust because of the thing they found. Now, all of the rest of those are just pure, we've been on market for a while and we don't have a deal. And the vast majority of these, what I'm seeing is in some cases, it's um, things that have only been on market for a week. So they were testing their price. Mm Mm-hmm. Some are, oh, we went past the two-week mark, so we must have really overshot it. Um, and it, so I'm just seeing this like kind of gradual adjustments. You yeah, know, yeah. A lot of people are going back to kind of the, hey, let's sit for 30 days and see what happens, mm-hmm. right? Some people are going to be firm with their price. We had this a couple of years ago with one of our clients where she was like, no, I know my house is worth this, and I'm just willing to wait for the right buyer, right? Because mm-hmm. the problem, here's the thing. I've got these listings that are on right now. And honestly, you don't pick a house like a T-shirt. Right. Right? You know, you and I, I started to talk to you about this on the break. I'm like, no, i got to talk about this on air. I had somebody who chose not to move forward on one of my clients' listings. And we were and, and my team, God love them, they're always great about making sure we do the follow-up. Mm-hmm. Because the vast majority of agents out there do not give the professional courtesy of actual feedback that's mm-hmm. useful. And what we talk about with our clients is, is it feedback that is about things you can change or not change? Mm-hmm. Is it about the price? Because all the feedback on this one particular property has been that it's priced fine, Right. Mm-hmm. And one, they just didn't like some aspect of the listing. Sometimes it's a layout. So, um, I had a gentleman the other day who his feedback was, well, here was a comp. And I said, okay, but here's the thing. That's a completely different layout than ours. Mm -hmm. And if you, and in his case, he had a multi-generational family. I'm like, that one is going to be a completely different fit. My clients is not set up for great multi-generational living. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's not something that's wrong with it. And that's the problem sure. is a lot of buyers will look at time on market and make the mistake of saying, oh, well, there must be something wrong so, with yeah, it. Yeah, it has a problem. And it's yeah. not always the situation. Sometimes you just haven't found – I mean, it's like dating. We, I mean, how many times do I have to say this is like dating? Yeah. Because you just got to find the right one for you. Mm-hmm. And that was something that I sent back to that agent. I said, well, okay, here's the differences of these two houses. This house has only great room space, all bedrooms up, office on the main, and there's no like separation of any of these spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a multi-generational, I said also the laundry in my clients is up where on the one he was looking at, it had formal spaces. It had another secondary living area, which often in multi-generational is appealing right? because you may have lots of different age groups doing different things in the house at different oh, times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right? And so – and also had a bedroom on the main, had bedrooms upstairs. Right. Laundry on the main. So how you're going to live your life matters. I'll give you a simple example of that. Yeah. You know, because I talk about my mother-in-law. Yeah. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, she likes – she'll spend two, three days a, a week, mm-hmm. you know, at her house. And, yeah. And she's got her guest room and mm-hmm. TV and all of that. But yeah. it's on the main floor. Right. And she – her hearing's not so great. So mm-hmm. she if I'm trying to work from home oh, yeah. and that TV, that TV is loud. cranked up to, you know, mm-hmm. level 20 or whatever. Yeah. Uh it's disruptive. I can't do that. Well, and if you have small children in a house and there's somebody else who's mm-hmm. older and they need to have separate spaces sure. for the things they're watching yeah. or what they're doing and there's just so many different ways that a home can be utilized. And yes, now with people working from home frequently, mm-hmm. it does make an impact. Oh, sure. Right? So when he showed me this other house that they were interested in instead of ours, I pointed out, well, here's all the floor plan differences. So if they live differently, I get it. And I'm like, that house is also still $25,000 more than my client's house. And by the way, it's also 10 years older, which means it's going to have at least a $30,000, you know, yeah. I shouldn't say at least, but it's going to have somewhere between a twenty dollars to $30,000 roof being put on soon yeah. and another water heater and all these other things. And my clients have done all this stuff. And their roof doesn't need to be replaced anytime soon. So yeah. there's time to budget yeah. and not have it hit your pocket right away. Right. So lots and lots of different things that people have to be considering. Um, I can tell you there's not a lot of people like me out there who are out looking at all of those considerations in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really going to make a difference. So, um, you know, and sometimes it's also about whether or not it's easy to show. I'm going to give an example. I have this lovely woman out in West Seattle that we've got her condo listed. And honestly, it's been hard because she's struggling emotionally through some of this and we've had to cancel showings because she's just not feeling up for it. Mm. And, you know, that happened over the 4th of July week. She actually called me and wanted me to leave my vacation to come and and take Mm. care of her. Like, that's a completely different kind of situation. And here's the thing. She doesn't have a computer. She doesn't have texting. I can't use all the, you know, the cool whiz-bang technology tools that are there today. And guess which company is asking me for the most number of showings? (laughs) Redfin. I was going to say it's a color. (laughs) Yeah. And I was talking to one of their agents. It's not even one of their agents. I got to tell you, it's frustrating to work with them now because guess what? All of their stuff is set up through call centers that aren't here in the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. And so I'm dealing with people who don't even know what property I'm talking about. I'm not talking to the agent who's actually trying to show it. I have to go through three layers of people just to find who I need to talk to. I have to explain when I was talking to one of them about how they had to do this particular showing and and the very special circumstances around showing this, the person was like, uh, and she got all judgy on me, like, oh, my God. I'm like, hey, this person has been through more things in her life than you've even discovered yet. <laughs> I think we need to give her a little grace yeah, yeah. and know that your company would never be able to work with her because you only do things online. Like, she would be left with nothing mm-hmm. if there weren't people like me out there. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't don't get all huffy and like oh oh god you don't even have text. Take the judgment with you. We just closed a transaction for a client this this last week that was the same thing. You know, did not want to do anything online. I'm like, no problem. You know, we'll yeah. just swing by the office or I can That's go swing by your place. That's how we used to do everything. It's not a big deal, <laughs> right? Know. But an online your uh, you know lender, it's the same same situation. Oh, you know, yeah. that could never be done. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. who get left out. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, there's wow. there's positives out there for well, sure. Good. So so I, I guess the summary mm-hmm. is we're we're still 
kind of in a seller's market. We're not yeah. we're not in a buyer's market. You're still yet. getting great prices for your houses, right? But that said, uh, there's you're, if you're a buyer, you're not going to have 20 people you're competing against. You might right. be the only one, or or yeah. maybe two or three. Uh, which gives you, and you have more choices as a buyer. Yes, you so, can get something that's more fitting instead of squeezing your needs into something. Right, I have to buy this one because if I don't get this one, there's nothing else available right. for sale. And that was the panic people had before. Remember, we had oh, people yeah. who would cancel before because like, they would have buyer's remorse. Well, mm-hmm. now you don't have to have buyer's remorse. Right, you've got a little now bit more breathing more, room. Yes, you can be yeah. joyous about what you, that's you've chosen. Right. That's right. It's really great, and this way it should be. Yeah. And then we have some financing op- options where you can mm-hmm. get into that home with a with a lower payment initially. Yep. You know, in many many circumstances, so that we can take some of that stress away as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So so there are some good choices out there, some good options. Yeah. So don't be afraid by these headlines. Yes. Yeah. Please don't let the negative media get you. No, that's right. Enjoy the summer. We'll see you next week. Again, open house on AM 1300. And you'll be hearing soon about classes coming up with Open House with Team Reba. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.